With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption in logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com insights. HousingWire Daily examines the most compelling mortgage, real estate, and fintech articles reported from the HousingWire newsroom. Each afternoon, the HW Digital team provides our listeners with a deeper look into the stories that are helping move markets forward. Hosted and produced by Alcina Lloyd and Victoria Wickham. And now, here's our host. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Victoria Wickham, and this is Housing Wire Daily. Today's Housing Wire Daily features a crossover episode of the Real Trending podcast. In this episode, senior advisor to HW Media, Steve Murray, discusses the lawsuit Rex Real Estate filed against the National Association of Realtors and Zillow, insight into this year's Real Trends 500 top brokerages, and shares commentary on what's going on with inflation. But before we listen, here's a brief word on Housing Wire's newest podcast. Right now, more than ever, the housing industry has been having honest conversations about how race impacts the home buying process. To heighten the discussion, Housing Wire is launching Honest Conversations, a new mini podcast series to examine the state of minority home ownership in America. For eight weeks starting in February, please join Housing Wire Daily each Wednesday as we aim to provide listeners with a greater perspective on how race, housing, and wealth intersect and what experts are doing to close the home ownership gap. Hi, this is Steve Murray for Real Trends and HW Media. Three topics I want to discuss today. The Rex lawsuit against Zillow and the National Association of Realtors. Some advanced insight into this year's Real Trends 500 and nation's best brokerage companies. And last, a commentary on doesn't anybody see inflation? So first, the Rex lawsuit. Okay, so this is number 123 out of 565 lawsuits of this kind. All kidding aside, Rex has said that Zillow and NAR, strange bedfellows the, uh, are conspiring to block their listings from being seen on their popular sites. And of course, this sets up a situation where Rex, which is, if you will, a discount broker of a sort, uh, says that we can't get our listings shown with the same frequency and viability as other listings. I don't know for sure whether in fact Zillow or NAR 
are setting this up themselves to do it this way. But I do recall a lot of Rex's marketing materials saying we don't need to market properties through MLS. You can market them through the Rex platform and save a lot of money, time, and complexion. So on that basis, I wonder what their complaint is. What, that they don't want to be on MLS, but they want to be featured on MLS? Or they don't want to be on MLS? So my first question is, without knowing clearly all the details, is is Rex want to be part of the realtor community and part of MLS and market their listings that way, or don't they? I also do remember in years past that certain MLSs in the country had certain policies that did tend to discriminate against what we would refer to as exclusive agency listings, which were low-cost, discount, flat-fee brokerage-type offerings. And that some MLSs, not many, and I don't think or know of any that are doing it today, would do such a thing. So the question comes down, did Zillow or did NAR, through its MLS policies, prohibit Rex listings from being seen? It's really not NAR's MLS policies, to the best of my knowledge, that would prohibit such a thing. That would be more at the local level whether the MLS allows discount, low-cost listing services if they would allow them to be seen in the same manner as all other listings. Unknown. Unknown. But we have seen many lawsuits like this in my 40 years in this industry. Some have merit. Most don't. We'll wait to see how this turns out. Second, some interesting information from the 2021 Real Trends 500 and Nation's Best Brokers. Interesting enough, the Real Trends 500, the top 500 firms ranked by transaction sides, saw their total business increase 15.6% over 2019 versus a national increase of just 5.6% in existing home sales. So the larger brokers in the country just gobbled a lot of market share. They grew almost three times as fast as the market as a whole. There were some particular large growing companies on the list. Number one at the top of the list in percentage growth year over year, for example, United Real Estate out of Dallas, Texas, some through organic growth, but a lot based on some major acquisitions they made back in the fourth quarter. 440% year-over-year growth. At the much larger level, EXP grew by over 100,000 closed transaction sides in one year with virtually no acquisitions. So it proves that there's all kinds of ways to grow your business, some organic, some through acquisitions. The Real Trends 500 Nation's Best Database shows this over and over again. There were many brokerage companies that saw growth in the 50 to 200 percent range year over year, 2019 to 2020. 
some acquisition-related, some organic-related. And we saw great examples among all models and brands and regions of all these things. But this much is clear. A lot of consolidation took place in 2020 among the nation's leading brokerage companies. On another note, we saw that there are at least five brand new firms in the top 10 in the country that weren't there just three years ago. Stay tuned for more when we release the Real Trends 500 and Nation's Best in the very, very near future. Last, inflation. Now, according to the Federal Reserve Board, inflation is running at less than 2% a year. And according to all their pronouncements, they don't fear any imminent danger of inflation, even though they added over $4 trillion to the nation's money supply in the last 18 months alone, once the announced $2 trillion semi-COVID bill is those funds are released shortly. So we have enormous excess liquidity in the markets. Okay. And that generally leads to inflation, at least historically it does. But according to the Fed, inflation is running less than 2% per year. Well, except housing price appreciation, or inflation if you will, is running between 7 and 11% currently. Oh, and according to a Wall Street Journal report recently, both new and used car prices are rising between 6 and 9% a year. Oh, and except for lumber and other construction materials, which according to another research report, are climbing at double-digit rates. So one wonders when housing and transportation, two of the biggest factors of what we spend money on, cars and our houses, are rising at high single-digit to low double-digit rates, how it is the Fed says inflation is under 2%. And what does this tell us about what may be underlying and may be about to explode in our faces? Because here's the danger. If all of a sudden inflation roars 2, 3, 4, 5%, then the Fed has to do what? They have to raise rates to cool off the economy where they just caused by allowing this amount of money or being a precipitate cause for allowing this kind of money to be created and circulated. And when they raise rates and mortgage rates go up, as we already are seeing the 10-year rate move up from under 1% to just in the last few days, it's over 1.7%. And a lot of mortgage money is tied to that 10-year. What happens when mortgage rates go from 2.5 to 3 to 3.5 to 4? And what will then happen to the housing market? This has been Steve Murray for Realtrends.
Now more than ever, the housing industry is looking to its leaders for answers. That's why each week, the Housing News Podcast invites a new mortgage, fintech, or real estate executive to the show to provide its listeners with more perspective on the announcements and news stories crossing HousingWire's news desk. Hosted by Sarah Wheeler and produced by Alcina Lloyd, the Housing News Podcast is now available on iTunes, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and more. Thanks for listening to Housing Wire Daily. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode and we'll catch everyone back here again tomorrow.